forget everything. So, uh, Becky, you were in the Civil War, okay? Uh-huh. You were in charge of firing the cannons. <laughs> You're You've deaf. gone deaf. Oh. And you need to scream <laughs> everything. Ain't no normal Union soldiers dims in black hats. Actually, that's a good volume for a while, guys. Even Austin agrees. That was was amazing. (laughs) I felt like I was watching a movie. I'm just glad I'm recorded right now. Talk at that level the entire time, and you will be amazing. (laughs) You won't be able to talk at work in a while. (laughs) This is Trash Talk Podcast. Fuck. This is the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. We're a one-shot role-playing game podcast. We play one-shot role-playing games. We review and we interview show creators. You guys probably listened to the show before. We are playing the Great Soul Train Robbery, which is a sweetened by a honey heist system where you guys play as desperados robbing a train going straight to hell. And that is the game we're playing today. We have four different desperados who are playing with us, Travis, Brad, Becky, and Karina. In this game... Like I said, they're going to play bandits robbing a train straight to hell. So let's start this music and let's start. On the road to hell, there was a railway line. There are no shortcuts. An express train to the infernal city of Dis, crewed by the Furies and carrying treasure and souls to damnation. You guys are going to rob it. You're a motley crew of desperados with mixed motives. Will you claim your prize from the train, or will you be overcome, damned, or broken by the heist? We got four different desperados here who all jumped onto this train going straight to hell, and they're about to rob it. In the Great Soul Train Robbery, like I said, is a sweetened by the Honey Heist system. There's a lot of random generalization for not only the characters, but also the train itself, which makes this game very easy to run as a one-shot. You don't need a lot of preparation. Can I have a D6, please? No, that is that is a D6. Thank That's you. That's Why are we like, no? So in this game, I will be rolling. This game is going to be 100% improv from me and the rest of the cast. In this, you guys are going to be going through a whole train to try to get to the front to get the ultimate prize. I could have rolled up all the train cars you guys have been going through because there are 18 different train cars that could have been used. Each one with six different options of what's going on inside them. But to add to the improv nature of it, I'll be doing it on the fly. All right, so let's Does this do mean this. you're lazy? No, it doesn't mean I'm lazy. I'm just good at improv. Is the music loud or what? All right, guys, I am now consulting the train table. I'm about to introduce you guys as characters to so get your characters ready. But first, I'm going to roll for the train, the train table, which Alexi, who created this game, wrote a really pretty damn good game. Also, by the way, if you guys are wondering why we're kind of talking like idiots and maybe slurring a little bit, it's because we've been drinking before. Brad, as our Beer of the Week and Drink of the Week enthusiasts, what is our Drinks of the Week and why? (laughs) Okay, we have like four this week. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Uh, We have two beers. We have... Oh my god, the one, it's like s'mores? Yeah. It's like s'mores. Yeah, it's Campfire Stout. It's a stout with graham crackers, molasses, and other natural flavors. We have a second beer, Starry Night Stout, which is much smoother. It's by Rock Art. It's very delicious. Um, and then we have two whiskeys tonight. We have Fireball, because what else would we, we'd be drinking on our way to hell? And Old Overholt, which is a straight rye whiskey, popular with classic 
uh, Western figures such as um, White Earp and, and Abraham so on and Lincoln, so possibly. Apparently. But also, where's the fireball? It's over here in this whiskey barrel. Anytime you guys want, I got this Wait, little whiskey barrel over here. Barrel. Shot. You want give the barrel? Me the barrel. Okay, here you go. Ah, ah, oh, sorry. We interpreted Brad. Go ahead. Here you go. No, that's it. Oh. Oh, Karina is uh, doing the whiskey barrel, just pouring it down her mouth. There we go. You don't want to use a shot glass? Nope, that's okay. No. How is that? It's actually really oh, Travis, tasty. Travis wants some. Pass the barrel. Pass the barrel. That's what we do. So I rolled three G sixes to determine what this train is that you guys are robbing. So the train guys runs through the burnt over land. Travis is going hard. Travis. It's not coming out. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Travis, Travis save some of the rest of us. Okay. Anyway, so you guys are going through the burnt over land, or at least the train is. The train. What does it run on? It runs on blood that billows forth deep red smoke. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, why is it red? Because it's blood. It runs off blood. I literally just said that. That doesn't make sense. It's a train to hell. It doesn't have to make sense. Oh, that's true. It's fictional. And prizes, the rumors (laughs) say this is up near the front. Your barrel is broken. (laughs) It doesn't work. Hey, I was just using it. Trust, it has to go up, you fucking idiot. Switch has to go Flip up. The switch. Like, a, like Trust, a light no, switch. Up. Like that. Like that, you idiot. Now drink. There you go. Oh, he just I'm learned. surrounded by morons. No. The hey, prizes. <laughs> anyway, the prize that's at the front of the train, guys, is... I got to roll a D6 to determine what it is. It's six. A golden prickly pear cactus <laughs> whose fruit cures any illness. Be careful because it will come Ah, out. it's in my eye. <laughs> So I'm not sure if you guys heard that, but you guys are on a train through the burnt over lands. Yeah. It runs off blood that billows red smoke. You guys are trying to get the golden prickly pear cactus whose fruit cures any illness. I really want that. Yo, is it me or this? Because I have eczema and I need to cure my eczema. Good soundtrack. Oh, thank you. I'm not going to drink it just straight out of the barrel. I'll do the shot glass, but... All right, guys. Now it's like time to eczema. introduce our desperados. We're gonna go around the table, starting over there my with Travis. <laughs> We're gonna be introducing who these cowboys are, what their motives are, what is their deal, maybe why they're robbing this train. Travis, starting over there with you. Who is this character? My name is Lonesome. I am a renegade fury. I am a glutton for punishment. What does that mean? And. Should I say hello? My biggest thing is love. I love my girlfriend, and she's dying of some sort of illness, and I have to get the cactus to save her. Damn. Okay, so you got a pure heart. You got a good motive. What is your character's deal? Like, as a class, what do you do? What do you do it with? I already said what I do. I am a renegade fury. And do you, what kind of weapon do you use? Or I don't know. You didn't oh, give okay. me a weapon choice. I, I don't know what you rolled. You're supposed what, to roll on the table for what? your weapon choice. Wait, Austin, you didn't tell me that. It's whatever you rolled on for your main thing. I didn't see a weapon class. I didn't. It was, what's your name? Name is Lonesome. And he hath utterly destroyed them. He hath delivered them to the slaughter. Their slain also shall be cast out. And their stink shall come up out of their carcasses, and the mountains shall be melted with their blood. 
Uh, with that said, Brad, it's time to introduce your desperado on the real way to hell. Who is he? What's the deal? Can someone <laughs> oh, shut that door? So I am Apostle Jordan River Rutledge. I'm a revivalist. Okay. And I'm seeking redemption. I've done some bad things in my life. I've maybe contributed to the genocide of Native Americans and... It's a dark past. Yeah, but... But it's all in confliction with the Lord, so you're good. Yes, <laughs> I also seek revenge, and I'm not sure if that revenge is against the devil himself or God, because I did not truly believe that there would be an afterlife, so I'm kind of surprised to be on this ghost train on the way to hell. What is your character's, like, main inventory item? I've got a raven. Yes. Did he roll? You got a raven. Yo, I did. Travis had one the whole time. He just forgot about no, it. No, it wasn't a weapon. That's the oh, thing. Dude, whatever item, whatever, it doesn't matter. But you said weapon. You specifically said weapon. Most yeah. people get a weapon. I didn't get a weapon. All right, well, I don't know what to tell you. I've got my aunt's raven. Yeah, also cool. didn't get a fucking weapon, you <laughs> asshole. I don't know what to tell you. My name is Dorothy. I am a tomboy who just wants to be in love. I don't know why I'm on this train or how I got on this train, but I am so dedicated to falling in love with my perfect person that I will do anything. I have a death wish. I want to be in love and I will whip people with my whip of love. And that is my character. Your character has a whip of love? Yes. I whip people with my whip but it's out of love. <laughs> <laughs> so she's Loki a dominatrix? Yes, I am. And my name is Dorothy. Which I Becky. Good stuff, Karina. Uh, your character's name is Dorothy, right? Alright, let's go around the table because I'm going to try and introduce you guys by your character's name. So Dorothy, what's your name, Brad? You can call me River. River, oh, okay. Father River. Father River. What's your name? Lonesome. Lonesome. Lonesome Ranger. Okay, I can remember that too. I can do this. Uh, River, Lonesome Ranger, and Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. It sounds like you're struggling. He's struggling. Yes, I've had like three shots. Am I shouting loud enough for you, Austin? Ah, that's okay. Five shots. Here we go. I like how you did a shot before you did a shot. Whiskey poured out of it. (laughs) Travis is very into pouring whiskey on things tonight. Like my husband. (laughs) And also me. Yeah. If you could only see my face right now, you would see the uh, the after results of Travis going <laughs> wild. I didn't know where his face was. <laughs> Becky, who is your character? Anita Clemency Clementia. I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> you can call me Clemency, honey. Clementine, okay. Clemency. Ah, fuck it. Let's go Clementine. Uh, I like Clementine. that better. <laughs> I am a sawbones. Uh, My motive is redemption. Because as a sawbones, I have lost a couple. That's pretty, pretty, pretty bad. So I'm trying to redeem myself. You never want to lose someone under the knife. And I've lost a couple. And uh, I feel like it's really a mar on my, like, pride. And how how good I am. And um, I always have my bone saw on me. And I always keep it sharp and shiny. Sharp and shiny. Sharp and shiny. So, you know, I want the prickly pear that has the healing powers so that I can go back to my hometown and heal this really sick kid and redeem myself because, you know, I've lost a couple. Makes sense. Okay. So you're a okay doctor. I forgot to tell you why I'm... I want the prickly pear. First of all, it's the prickly cactus. The 
golden cactus prickly cactus and the prickly pear are the same fruit. So I want the prickly pear because I have eczema and I'm really I'm really self conscious and I feel like even though I could probably find love with eczema, I feel like I need to conquer my eczema and then find love. I feel that. <laughs> eczema struggles. Respectable decision. Fair so enough. So that's why I want prickly pear. Okay. Sounds good. All right, we have uh, a list of our desperados of all very questionable what? motives. Let's start the game. What? So ah! you guys rode your horses through the gates of hell to get onto this train. You guys land onto the caboose, and you guys are at the very back of the train. You guys got to get through some train cars, and eventually once you guys make it to the front of the train at the locomotive, you'll find the golden prickly cactus that can heal any illness. Let's begin the game. I'm so excited for prickly pear. It's not a pear, it's a cactus. <laughs> prickly pear is a cactus fruit. It's yum, quite yum. delicious. Alright, so... It's like a danger pear. Remember, danger guys, pear. Danger is... pear. Oh, let's call it danger pear. Danger pear. I need danger pear. We all need danger pear. <laughs> In our lives. Pear. Danger pear. Alright, fine, whatever. I can be a danger pear. I don't really give a shit. Alexi is not going to be able to use any of this. I dropped my dice, so you guys keep the audience uh, occupied and entertained while I try to find this dice. Hello, audience. Big iron. Have you we found- are riding on a train. And we're doing the most epic battle of lives, but honestly, we can't do it because Austin lost his dice, and danger he's kind of sad. But and also, we're going to go find I the danger the, pair. I found, I found But it also, too. we would like to know, have you found Jesus? Yes. We have don't care Jesus? about Jesus. Jesus died long, long ago. Again. Sorry, again. He died long, long ago. All right, guys. You guys are at the back of the train car. You guys all jumped on it. We have our characters. We have Clementine, Dorothy, Father River, and Lonesome. I got it right, guys. There we Good go. Job. What Thank is you. What's what? That's a that's a sheet for a different game. That's from Tales from the Loop coming this fall. Can you not stick that in your mouth? I need to use that in the future. You realize it's Wait, fall, right? Can I see that? I've never written that small before. Okay, now also, Travis, the car you guys enter is. The refrigerator car. Yeah, some part of it. Oh, it's cold. No, can you guys not? I need to use that. I put so much work into that. <laughs> I put so much work into that. Do you see? Look how much work I put into that piece of paper. Look how <laughs> All right, small my writing Becky, was. Yeah, <laughs> your writing is too small. In your mouth. I've never seen such small writing bite. before. I give you a tiny bite. Ah. Just a wee little bite. Just a wee little bite. The refrigerator car is the first car you guys come into after the Ooh, iron caboose. I got some chili balls. Not a place you want to cool <laughs> your heels. Oh, yes, Metal it is. Metal and glass chill to the touch. You guys' breath is visible to air. Hey. Heavy doors to keep in the cold. Don't sting your tongue what on the metal. or who is being kept on ice. And for DMs, Alexi gave us six different options. I rolled D6 and I got some uh, story set in for this car. Frost begins forming at your extremities. So I think your junk, it means. You guys all it hold means, your It means balls. limbs, no, motherfucker. Like arms limbs. and legs. Like, like yes, yeah. balls is one of them. Don't get me arms, wrong. legs. But like any toes. extremity. Your Holding head you to is the extremity. Floor are causing your weapons to painfully adhere to your body. What do you guys do as you guys start Fuck your yourselves? weapons. Like, go shove them up your ass. I oh, because your character doesn't have weapons. Me and Brad don't have <laughs> weapons. Okay, 
Okay, yeah, one of you is a reverend, so you aren't, he's not gonna have a weapon. Exactly. We're gonna have to protect these boys. Yeah. And by protect, I mean leave behind, and we can do our own. We can throw them off the train. Don't let me freeze. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. And upon his horns, ten crowns. And upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. And I will slay this beast. <laughs> you don't have to speak so highly of my junk. Like, I know that it's good. Dope, though. This dude needs to relax. Yeah. Like you guys are all freezing to refrigerate a car. You guys are pushing through what items or weapons you guys have is freezing to your body and your joints ache from the cold. What do you guys do? Where are we? I'm gonna punch my way through that shit. Oh. Let's get to a different car. I punch my way through the ice. Fuck everything else. You gotta punch your way through the ice. That's all I got. I'm gonna punch my way through it. Alright. In this game, you guys need to write down that your character has two main stats. Lover and Sinner. Each of them start at three. In this game, anytime you roll for Lover or Sinner... They're going to go up if you succeed, and the elf one will go down. So in this game, you start with lover and sinner. Lover is for good-related things, while sinner is for uh, morally ambiguous things. If you succeed at said roll, that thing will go up. How do you succeed? You got to roll underneath whatever your stat is. If you roll the exact amount, you succeed, but at a cost. If you ever feel like your stats are going really too far in one direction, you have three scars you guys can use. You can do a flashback where you talk about how your evil vices uh, led to what happened today. And uh, then you can move your lover stat into sinner. Or you can go back into a flashback about why you're here and why you're on this car, which is a good thing. You can move one thing from sinner to lover. You do that three times during the game. Why would you want to do that? Because your stats are going to go up and down. If any of your stats get to six, you're taken out of the game. Be it if you get to six of Sinner or six of Lover. So, Travis, you can take a single dice. And if you guys ever roll with your character speciality... Am I sitting or am I loving? Uh, I guess you'd be loving? I'm punching my way through it in a loving fashion. Yeah. Because I love this ice. Suck my dick. Or you do it to help the rest of your party members. Too. No, I'm not doing jack shit to help the rest of my party members. Hi. What the frig, man? That's so messed up. Messed up. Messed up. Messed up. So I got a four, which is above a three. Uh, you failed then. You punch the ice. You go, ow! Oh, you have to get below <laughs> your number? Yep, below your number or the same number. If you get the same number, you succeed at a cost. If it's above, you fail. So if it's one above, you fail at a cost. If it's nah, one, no, I can't, if, nah, if it's one above, you fail in general. All right. If it's the same number, you succeed at a cost. Yeah. So what would the rest of you guys like to do? Uh, I, I feel like the most logical thing right now is to just walk through the car. Like, oh, there's no yeah. obstacle. It's you just, just walk through the door. So I'm just... Sure. You guys start walking through the car. Towards the end of the car, there it stepping is. out there's from the, the darkness, is 
a frozen zombified cow. A cow kind of goes out and goes, Moo. Moo. I'm going to whip you. <laughs> this cow was put here to hang before it was going to get slaughtered, oh, but was frozen. Uh, and look into its eyes, it's dead. But as it is mooing at you, it is also very much alive. Wait, Austin, you said that was loving check? Yeah. Okay. I wrote that wrong, sorry. I brought the pencil back. I was like, moo? Moo? It moves at you, yes. Is it in the way, or can we just pet it and move on? It is in the way. You could pet it, but you don't know. Is it going to bite you? Is it going to allow you to pet it? I pet it. Okay. Uh, yeah, you pet it. And uh, it looks up at you, and its eyes start glowing red, like the fiery underdark of hell. What do you do? I put it out of the train car. I put it out the window so it can be free and roam and eat grass. How do you do that? You just you can't just pick up the cow and throw out the window. I have super strength. (laughs) You're a tomboy. You're small. What? What is that supposed to mean? Not all tomboys are small. Not even a normal person can pick up a I cow. Want to bet? Yeah. Okay. I'll fine, tip a cow immediately. I shoo it out the door. How about that? She cow tips it out the door. Yeah, I cow tip it. All right, out the that door. would be rolling a loving roll. Okay. How many rolls do I roll? Uh, you roll one unless you have a speciality in whatever you're doing, and then you get to roll two dice. How would I know if I have speciality in it? All your character classes have something that is your character's speciality. So the Renegade Fury's uh, speciality is punishment. The Tomboy's speciality is sneak attacks. Okay, I sneak on that cow. The Sawbone's speciality is anatomy. And Brad, you're the Reverend. And your speciality is uh, sermonizing. Sermonizing. I thought you said sodomize. Sodomize. Jesus Christ, that's too real. <laughs> What's mine, Austin? Because you told you, it was punishment. I oh, thought okay. mine's punishment. No, you're no. a sneak attack. You're a sneak attack. I sneak yeah. up on that cow and I'm like, get out of here. Get oh. out of this so cow. So you like whip its butt or something? Yeah, I whip, whip it and I show it the doorway to get out. Okay, sounds good. So you roll two d sixes. And uh, you choose the best result, which is a lower one. Both are ones. All successes. So both are successes. Really? Hey, guys. Yeah. So you succeed. So your lover stat goes up by one, and your, um, what is ever stat in the center stat goes down by one. So it's four and two? Four and two, yes. Okay. Uh, so the yeah, tomboy sneaks behind and goes, hey It cracks his whip and the cow goes, Murr! and it stampedes out the door and into the upper train car, causing havoc in the next train car. Do you guys want to continue to the next train Actually, car? Yes. What would you guys like That's to do? Outside the train altogether, awesome. Out the door. Oh, she wants to go like out the back door? Do you want to go in the next car or out no, the back? I want him to like go free range. So he goes okay. out the side door. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, you slide open the side door, and he jumps out. Into and he dies. hell. Yeah. <laughs> he goes on Instant the highway death. to hell. Instant death? No, he doesn't die. I mean, this is literal hell, Austin. You die in either way. All right. The next car you guys move into is the tanker car. The tanker car, a liquid container this big can inspire a powerful thirst. A mysterious sloshing. A ladder leading up to a hatch on top. A small leak tempts a desperado to try a sip. What is the hell drinking that leaves your land parched and dry? The tanker holds. 
So in this area, this is basically like a metery car. And you guys see skeletons around a very big tanker. And they're just stirring whatever kind of liquid is inside. You guys assume some kind of alcohol. They look at you guys with their little aprons and their little chef hats. And they just wave their bony hands at you. Uh, you guys don't know what is inside the tanker. And neither do I until I make my roll to find out what it is. Okay, interesting. What would you guys like to do? Brad, let's have Father River go. Um, I'm just going to walk forward and kind of shake my head at them and ask if they would like to repent before the Lord. They go over to you and they just ignore you and they just point towards the large tanker of mysterious liquid. I'm going to slap one of them in the face. His head spins in 360 degrees if it just flies off like a basketball. And I command ye to repent before the Lord! <laughs> the other ones all get together and they start shaking very loudly because they're made out of bones. Uh, Travis, what does Lonesome do? It says... That black gold ain't for me. It's a respectable profit, but I, I just can't do it. And he walks on. He walks past all the skeletons. Now, what does Dorothy, the Tom girl or Tom boy, do? Uh, to the skeletons? What do you do in general? What would you like to do? So they're making a food. They're making a, some kind of drink. I'm like, are any of them cute? The skeletons? Yeah. Uh, one is shorter than the rest and has long pigtails. I don't know. I, I, I slide up and I'm like, hey, shorty. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you cooking? And she takes a little tankard and pours and uh, pours a little bit of liquid into it. And she hands you the tankard of whatever drink you're making. It. it smells like some kind of milk. Mmm, milk. I yeah. drink. The milk tastes like human kindness. Yum! It smells like human kindness that is slowly curdling into hostility in this unrefrigerated tanker. Disgusting. So I it tastes at first it. like human kindness, and then it starts curdling in your mouth. I spit it on her face. I'm like, Shorty, you, you messed this up. <laughs> What'd you do to me? I'm going to step forward and say, You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of the demons, too. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the demons. The skeletons look towards you, and they start walking all towards you, kind of pinning you towards the back. They all reach out like to give you a big old hug, Brad. Either reacted very positively or very negatively to your spiel about the drink of the Lord. Becky, what is Clementine doing this whole time? What is our local sawbones up to? So I'm very interested in this liquid. I want to know if it has healing properties. So I, as any good cow person, cow, yeah, that's gender, gender neutral. Cow person. person would have a cow flask, folk. cow folk, and I'll go fill my flask with their little milk juice and keep it for scientific research. Okay. You pour the essence of human kindness into it, 
And yeah, you have a whole tanker full of milk. So yeah, you got that now. That's good. Uh, Brad, you guys, Travis, you're going ahead. Brad is getting pushed into the corner by all the skeletons as they're all coming close to him, for better or worse. Brad, what do you want to do? I'm going to slap the first skeleton. Oh, dang. That is definitely a sinner roll. Okay. Could I see some dice, please? Someone pass him a dice. How many dice do I get? Three? Uh, you get one dice. One dice. Okay. Unless you're rolling your speciality. Yes. I rolled a three. Okay, that is the exact amount you need. So your uh, sinner is going to go up by one, while your lover's stat is going to go down by one. And you pass it the exact amount, so you succeed at a cost. You slap that one's head, and it spins around in a circle, and it flies off. But the other two skeleton cookers, they go over and they grab you. One holding your left arm, one holding your right arm, and they start leading you towards the back of the train. Okay. Going back out towards the caboose. Next oh. car. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy's just like, bye! Uh, Dorothy and, I guess, uh, what's your name again? Lonesome. Lonesome. I thought that was your name. I was like, no, that can't be his name. What is it? But yeah, Lonesome. So you guys are going to the next car, right? I'm going to lasso uh, Dorothy because she's trapped by skeletons and being dragged away. And I'm going to try to get her to safety. Uh, she's already in safety. She's walking towards you. Oh, she, wait, no, when did she get free? Him. I thought she was trapped. Wait, what happened? This is confusing. I think we're not the Reverend. We're just drunk. The Reverend is getting pulled towards the back of the train. Okay, but what happened to Dorothy? Because she failed miserably. Uh... She didn't roll. She did, because she did something. She tried to persuade them or something? I, I forget what it was. No, she didn't do anything. I thought I did. No, you pushed the cow out the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, you succeeded at pushing the cow out the car. Never mind. I am terribly mistaken at this point. No, right. I drink the drink of the drinks. The father guy. Father, father Reverend. Alright, I'm going to lasso the Reverend to try to bring him to the next car. Thank you. Alright, that'll be a roll for lover, as that is something that you're doing out of compassion. That's for your friend. A moment. And I am a stubborn some bitch. I thought you were gonna say I am a stud. <laughs> I am ballsy. <laughs> nah. I'm a stubborn some bitch. And I'm not gonna let him go. What? I'm not gonna let him go. I'm not gonna let him get taken to the dark side. Oh, yeah. okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like Alright, can I have a second dice? Uh, you're getting a second dice only applies uh, when you're using your character's speciality. Stubborn. Your character's flaws or your motives are used for when you want to do a flashback. Oh. Yeah, something good or bad. Uh, what was this for? Buffer. Okay, I failed. Okay. Yeah, you throw the lasso on the person you originally said you wanted to do it for, which was Dorothy. Dorothy, uh, you oh. get lassoed. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, I like to dabble in the whipping myself. <laughs> Ropes and chains excite you. <laughs> yes. Perhaps your true love is on this train. <laughs> Perhaps. Nope. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hails to the no. <laughs> Hashtag rejected. Hashtag rejected. That's fine. Clementine, what are you up to? All right. So... 
My special is anatomy. And what I would like to do is go after the skeletons uh, with my bone saw and saw the bone that I am pretty sure will disable them so it will release the reverend I or see. the father. So you do want to save him, but you want to use yeah. your speciality, which will be two dice, and that will be a lover roll because you're saving your friend. I pass. Okay, your lover sack goes up by one, and your sinner goes down by one. Uh, yeah, Brad, so you're getting dragged away by your skeletons, and uh, Clementine runs out of nowhere with her bone saw and starts cutting through these skeletons like a mad woman. Uh, they all get cut in half, and you're able to escape. And you guys are able to continue going forward as the skeletons are crawling towards you guys. But, yeah, you guys can continue going. Okay, so I'm going to shout at the skeletons behind us. And then Samson said, With a donkey's jawbone, I have made donkeys of them. With a donkey's jawbone, I have killed a thousand men. I don't know what that means, but it's pretty epic. Honey, I'm the one that killed them skeletons. (laughs) Damn, the music, like, worked with that. It, It, like, stopped, and you were like, Honey, no. And it was like, (laughs) no. The next car you guys go into is a post office car. In the post office car, you guys see demons, all with leathery wings, sorted through uh, paper. This place is enveloped in paper and secrets, rows upon rows of canvas bags filled with sorted 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 letters. The sounds of fluttering paper, the flash and shine of silver letter openers. Buried amongst the mail is a package addressed to Clementine. Ooh. One of the demons comes up and presents you this package. We don't have a Clementine in our group, so that's addressed to nobody. What? We do! That's me! Your name's not Clementine. It's Clementine. We've, we've established Clementine. that we're going to call you Clementine, but your name's not Clementine. It's for me. It's. Yeah. Thank you, darling, and I take my package and I open it. Okay. Oh my goodness. I even tipped what, him. What did you get? In <laughs> I'm your a good package? tipper. 20%. What do you tip him with? Money? Money. Okay. The happiness I so get. So, what is 20% when I get a of it? It's like unbeatable. <laughs> I don't know. I have my. I would assume. How big is the package? It's like, I don't know, like a foot long? That's probably like 12 bucks postage. So, let's give him like a $6 tip. Oh, wow. That's like 50%. Nice. Yeah, especially nice. for back then. He is a very happy demon. Uh, you open the package, and inside is your head. What? I double-check to make sure my head's on my head. It Where is my not. Head's... What? You go through, you just feel the bloody neck <laughs> that is shooting little squirts of blood out of it. What's the sound Scooby makes? He's like... What? 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 Ruh-roh, Raggy! Ruh-roh, Raggy! Ruh-roh, Raggy! I'm gonna very <laughs> casually pick up my head and put it back on my neck. I think we should all neck. do another shot of the fireball. No! Not, okay. not the same shot we did earlier. No, no. Pass, pass it down, pass it down. It was very messy. Do a shot glass. 
Yeah, well, into the shot glass, not okay. like what you guys did before. There's a bunch of stuff. Uh, can you guys do it? I'm running this game. Here you go. Here's a big barrel. It's about to fall. Austin, can you please I have grab T-Rex it? arms. Give me the shot glasses. You got big T-Rex arms. You're good. Me? What is that supposed awesome. to be, Travis? That's rude. Make the sound. No, because big T-Rex awesome. arms are awesome. Or long, I guess I should say. Make the sound. Are what? you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> Ready, three, two, one. <laughs> You got too much of a pitch at the end. <laughs> uh, while this is happening, a burst of wind coming through the window uh, scatters all the loose letters, turning the car into an unsorted sea of paper. Letters and packages are just flying around, and uh, the demons are trying to flap around and grab them, but to no avail. Uh, letters are just soaring through the air. Just, it's just a sea of letters. Becky, you're holding this box, and as you look upon it, you see your head. And as the head, you look up and see your own body, with your head decapitated. Just a stub of a neck left. Little squishes of blood coming out of it. Okay. Yeah, I like super casually just like try to make eye contact with no one. And just like put my head back on, <laughs> like super casual, just head back on. No one noticed. No one noticed. A a no one box. saw. No one and then mentioned. maybe use some of the like packing tape to like put like put it on my neck. Try to keep my head in place. This is like so what I would do. Lonesome. While she's uh, screwing her head on. Uh, and trying to avoid oh. eye contact with all you guys, which is a little bit awkward for you guys as she's like... No, I'm not even in the same oh, car. We're good. Know. What do you say? I was saving Brad in the last car back. Jack We're good. Uh, what do you mean? No, I was no. saving Brad's character. Okay, yeah. But I wasn't even in the same car. I don't know what's going on with You're in head. a new car now. Everyone's in the new car. Yeah, but I don't really notice. I'm, I'm facing the opposite direction. Okay, okay, whatever. Uh, Karina, what is Dorothy up to? Super casual. No one noticed. Uh, Very super casual. Can I just go to the next car? There is a sea of papers. All the letters are flying through the air because there's a gust of wind. So as you start walking through, you go, ah, as the letters cut through you. I do like a tornado with my whip to like get through. I'm just How does like, that work? Woo, 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 and all the papers can't touch me. And how, how, so you do it for your entire body? No, I'm like, woo, 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 woo. She does it for her head. Uh, you made a lot of woos, so I guess you could roll. Okay. She's um, flailing her arms around her head. Like a madman. Do, do you think that is a lover roll or a sinner roll, though? Is the question. Lover. I don't know. That's a good She's question. trying to save herself, lover. But Sinner, she's also, like, damaging other people's, like, postcards and mail. Not necessarily because they're attacking her. In the U.S. government, you would go to jail for, like, four years. But that's modern. This is classic. Bambino, these are letters to hell. Freak these letters. All right. All right, sure, whatever. You could roll for a lover that I guess would make the most sense. It depends on what your stats are. You have to roll under four. Under four? Mm -hmm. Oh. Can I roll two? You roll one dice. I have a whip. Okay. Is that two dice? Nope. No. 
Ah, I rolled a four. So you succeed. So your lover stack goes up by one, and your sinner stack goes down by one. Uh, but you succeed at a cost. Uh, the cost is you're able to go through the area, and uh, by using your whip, just flapping it about, going. Can you make that sound you're making earlier? A woo woo. Yeah, that sound. <laughs> uh, you just go through, and the letters they go like around you. Uh, they're avoiding you, and now they go as like a wave of a tornado, a postcard tornado, and they start going towards the rest of the party, ignoring you, either because you're just so annoying or your whip is too dangerous to postcards. But now a tornado of postcards, which can cut deep through the skin, is going towards the rest of you guys. At this point, the Reverend and uh, Lonesome have come into the next train car, which is the post office car. What would you guys like to do? Take this shot. Take this shot. Uh, okay, so I guess we're doing the fireball shot. As uh, is anyone not doing a shot right now? No, we're all doing a we're shot. We're all doing a shot. Okay, bottoms up, guys. Let's go. At least it's not in my eye this time. <coughs> I'm sorry. How did you get it in his eye, out of all places? I don't know. I don't know how it is face at all. Okay, Austin, who poured skull in Mael's eye. True. That was on purpose. Reverend, you see a tornado of postcards going towards you. Demons are flapping about trying to get as much postcards saved and packages saved as possible. But right now, there's still this tornado going towards you guys. What would you like to do? So I look in my Bible for another verse to scream at the demons. But then I realize I never really believed in God anyway. So I Damn. cast the Bible aside. Damn, what a badass. And I call upon my raven to strike at it. And your raven is like your aunt's raven or something? Yeah, it belonged to my aunt. Huh. And what's special about it? Or is it just... Raven. It repeats gnomic uh, utterances that she said, but it's really just a raven. Except that it speaks. Yeah, but it's a raven, so. But it speaks, though. But it's a raven. Ravens can but do ravens that. But ravens don't speak. They can do that. Yeah, ravens can speak. In they this can't. universe, they can. No, they ra- can repeat words. No, ravens actually have better understanding of language than parrots. Really? Yes. Ravens they just choose not smart. to because they're assholes. No, they do actually quite frequently speak. Huh. Weird, yeah, I've never heard a raven speak. That's weird. Ravens are way smarter. How much have you interacted with ravens? More than parrots. I'm like next level man. <laughs> How much have you interacted you with parrots? Like, Zero. Oh, uh, once or twice. <laughs> I'm like, how much space can I take up? Okay, so yeah, I, I call my raven upon it as I throw my bi- my Bible aside. <laughs> so you're sending your raven right into the, the tornado full of uh, postcards? Yeah, it's got claws and talons and a sharp beak, and it, it can speaks. talk. So Yeah, it can talk, yeah. So what do you roll? A one. All right, so whatever you're rolling, uh, I was going to say that's a sinner roll because you're sending your bird to its death. So okay. your sinner stat goes up by I'll one, and your lover stat goes down by one. Okay. And, yeah, the bird goes in, and it starts just clawing and tearing. Ka-ka, ka-ka, fuck you, postcards, I can speak. Because <laughs> I'm a raven and we do that. Because yeah, I'm a raven and we do that, apparently. <laughs> and, yeah, it starts tearing through the postcards. Uh, there's still most of the tornado that's left, but the postcards are getting depleted. 
And at the upper side, uh, Karina's character is just chilling at the very end of the train car. A postman demon comes up to you, Karina, uh, Dorothy, and goes, uh, it goes, you got mail. I slap him in the face because he burped in my face. No, Austin the DM burped. Uh. Demon didn't burp. Oh, who's burping out? That was Travi. Travi. He said, you got mail? Yeah. You got mail. Okay. So you slapped him or no? No. So you're not slapping him? No. Okay. He gives you a letter. I open. On the letter, it says, Welcome to my train car to hell. Signed, the Vulture King. Who's the Vulture King? I'm not sure. I ask him. Who? The letter? Yeah, no. The, the demon. gave it to me. The post oh, the, office the, the, demon. He goes, dude, I'm, I'm just a mailman. Dude, what the frig? You're a skeleton. I'm a demon. I just said I'm a demon. <laughs> what the freak? You're a skeletor demon. Who's near? Who's your boss? He goes, uh, the conductor. Who's the conductor? Uh, we call him the conductor. Where is he? At the train car, the front of the train. So we gotta kill him. Will you he, team up with me? He goes, that's my boss. That's how I get paid. That was are, a large jump. Are you my lover? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's an even larger jump. <laughs> even larger jump. I'm sorry, but I am desperate. <laughs> he goes, how old are you again? I don't know. Actually. You're a tomboy, so I don't know. I don't like the implications that what? you're under 18. No, she's what? a tomboy. That just means that she's a girl that likes sports oh, and wearing pants. Okay. But she could easily be under rifles. 18 if she wanted to be. And wearing a baseball hat. Yeah. Or oh, he. Like, no baseball know. hat. Sorry, yes, I'm a little drunk. I didn't mean baseball hat. I meant his cowboy hat. Yeah. And the boots. And the boots. He, the demon goes. Stetson. Ah, uh, I kind of have a girlfriend. Like, we've oh. talked Lame. a couple times. Lame. We've made eye him. contact once. Very aggressive tomboy here. I slap him. That's fine. I like girls anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> he goes, he goes, I'm a female demon. You're a female? He goes, I'm yeah. a female demon. <laughs> the irony in that statement. Wait. Austin, we have to edit this. No, no, we don't have to edit this. Keep it all in. So, are you my lover or what? Uh, <laughs> I gotta get going. Okay, freak you. Fine. I guess I don't. You know, that's fine. But I'm gonna kill your conductor, and you're gonna die, too. For the rest of you guys, <laughs> the tornado of postcards has dwindled to around half its size thanks to the efforts of Brad's Raven. How do you guys even get around it? Or uh, dispel the rest of it to continue? I'm kind of focused on taping my head back onto my body. Sure. That's true, you're busy with that. So what would uh, Travis's character or the reverend like to do while the girls are busy dealing with her head and whatever the fuck you're doing. Finding her lover. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know what I like the how girls... you just go into this car to just find <laughs> love. It's like the dating app of trains. Yeah. This is the Tinder train. <laughs> yeah, the Tinder train. <laughs> the Tinder train to hell. But they're yeah. all swiping left on you or right or Damn, whatever the, so the negative one is. I am so going to duck underneath this swirling pool of flying cards. You're going to duck underneath it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to avoid it. 
Alright, no, that's fair. Uh, I don't know if that's something you can roll. Like, is that a lover stat, I guess? I don't know. I don't have a dice, so it doesn't matter either way. Alright, well, you guys get through it, because, you know, the raven did a good job. So, let's all, everyone clap for the raven, and you guys can get through the, the cards. Alright, everyone clap. Alright. Brad, you didn't clap for the you raven. You clap for your raven. Alright, good. Bad. The raven killed the rest of the postcards. Next train car. Uh, is my head on my body? Uh, it's it duct taped on, which is kind of close. Yeah. Is the it's good on. enough? Okay. Yeah. Because we kind of left that on a cliffhanger for me. Like, everything's been a cliffhanger so far, but you were the most epic. Get the bucket! Hang ten sign. Where's the bucket? Or, I mean, the I want to find a bucket. You guys go through the sleeper car. In here, the souls of the damned sleep. These are the um, humans, desperados, uh, the bandits, those who are about to be executed, sleep soundly before their final deaths where they become one with the train. Here, a fury sings a lullaby <gasps> to the passengers, laying a finger to his lips in warning as you guys approach. The Fury is some kind of large devil monster. Uh, let's say it is white, an all-white icicle Fury with a long barbed tail. As you guys clink glasses, he sings a lullaby to the rest of the passengers as they sleep. In real life, they are awaiting their final night sleeping on Earth before their execution by hanging the next day. But here, they sleep soundly as the devil sings softly in their ears. He sees you and puts his fingers to his lips. Shh. What would you guys like to do? I don't make a fucking sound. <laughs> Not one fucking sound. Like, I don't let a pin drop. I'm like, you guys sleep peacefully brethren <laughs> fair enough reverend reverend okay I'm gonna look around for the bible that I discarded I stay away from the reverend by the way <laughs> <laughs> so I, I find the bible I have the raven recall it back to me I'm going to run forward and try and touch the, d the demon with it with what the, the raven or the bible with the bible okay. screaming damn you damn you to hell <laughs> okay uh, yeah, you do that, and, uh, right then, all the, um, the voices of the damned wake up, and they go, no! As in real life, you interrupted their last sleep before their execution. They don't even get a decent night's sleep because of you, <laughs> as you interrupt them, their sleep in real life. The I mean devil, the demon, the ice demon, he gets up. And he goes, you messed up my one job. And he grabs the Reverend with his ice claws going around your neck. And once he comes up from a sitting position, he's around 10 feet tall. He lifts you up in the air. Okay. Why do you keep doing this? 
Because I, it's the, I'm a man of God, and it's the only thing I know. We're on a train to hell. I'm a They're man of God. They're all going to hell anyway. I'm a man of God, and it's the only thing I know. But like, we're already going. <laughs> we're trying to rob the train of hell. So I've, I'm, I'm being choked. <laughs> yeah, he deserves it, and he enjoys it. And I've got the Bible, and I'm gonna <laughs> slap him across the face with it. All right, you go. It's a giant ice demon. It, it doesn't feel anything. No? Okay. Uh, actually, yeah, I don't know. Would the Bible actually harm a devil? I don't know. Yeah. Actually, it wouldn't because it's not covered in salt. Covered in salt, it would harm a demon. Uh, you, you heard it from Travis first. And uh, Travis would know. Was that? It, was and that Travis blind? would know. <laughs> Dorothy. Yes. What do you do? Can I whip the reverend's heel and pull him out of the whatever he's in? Uh, you can. That will be a lover roll. Keep in mind, if your character gets to six of any stat, it will automatically leave the game. You're on five for lover. You could spend a scar to do a flashback to try to shift your stats around. That is something you can do. So in this game for you guys, if you guys don't remember me saying, because you guys have been kind of drunk this whole time, as been I, so there's, you know, you know, you guys are all good. You guys can do a descent where you guys move a point from lover to sinner by narrating a flashback scene showing how your vices led you to become a desperado, robbing a train to hell. Or you can sacrifice by voluntarily move a point from sinner to lover by making a costly sacrifice for another soul. I just, I do it. And I you do what? I whip him. I whip him. All right. And get him out of the hole. All right, so that's to be a lover roll. Yeah, but if I get a six, I'm screwed. Yeah, you're out. But yeah. no, if you it's, you're it's out. Hard. If you succeed, you're screwed. Because oh. you're at five already. Yeah. Wait, sir. what do you mean? If you succeed, you're out. Yeah. Is that bad? Mm-hmm. Wait. Not so really. You kind of got to do a bad boy thing, or you have to have a flashback to move a point from here to here. Or you have to do a flashback. Of some so sort. I want to get something not a six? Kind of. You don't want to save uh, the, the reverend. Or you can spend one of your three scars to move a point from lover to sinner. So then you'll go to four, two instead of five, one. You're at five, one right now. We just yeah. didn't So if you that. do that, you just had to narrate a flashback scene showing how your vices led to you becoming a desperado robbing this train. Do you want to do that? Sure. Alright, so now you have two scars, and now you gotta narrate for us a scene in which your vices, your negative parts of your character, led you to this point of robbing this train. Uh, I'm desperate. I think there's gonna be a hot babe on this train. Okay. So I get on the train. Okay, that's a pretty late flashback scene, but I guess it works. But then he got stuck with a reverend. Yeah, and I'm like, what and the you're hell? Like, he won't even let me marry her. That's <laughs> so stupid. That's <laughs> so stupid. All right, so you move your staff from lover center now at 4-2. And then now you can roll lover again if you want. And if you succeed, then I'll go to 5-1 again. Not 6 What's a 2 Two succeeded. Is, two is a success. Uh, you whip around Brad's ankle and you pull him out of the grip of the ice demon. And uh, yeah, Brad, you're uh, again pulled away from the demon. You drop your Bible, unfortunately, in front of the demon as you get pulled back. 
It's okay. I never really believed in it anyway. So you did for a small port. Your first smidgen. Float Not some. enough. What do you do in this scenario? I watch, I guess. I, I'm not going to save anyone or got in my way for this. This seems kind of... Oh, yeah, you're being really neutral in this area. This is stupid. Uh, I'm going to look towards the next area, the next train car. Uh, you have to get by the demon to get to that next area. They're dealing with the demon. Like, I could easily sneak past him. Yeah, so I guess you start sneaking by while they're doing that. Uh, the next... So do you want to go into the next train car without them? I look in... Yeah, well, I'll go into it. Why not? Yeah.